Good day, and let us spin you a cracking yarn. Four bonds of mates on a ripper adventure through fantasy Australia, where every bugger wants to kill your face. It's Dungeons and Dragons, except down under, we call it Dungeons and Drongos. Dunnies, dingoes, drop in. G'day by Crikey, holy shit, Snuggle Pot, it's a Banksia man. We are <laughs> back with a brand new continuation of a brand new adventure in uh, Dungeons and Drogos. I'm watching a cat in the room and not concentrating on what I'm doing. But look, I am excited because this is the second part of our newest story, which is called Crikey Moses, colon, Secrets of the Short Sword. But before we tell you what happened last week, let's go around the room and get your name, character name, race class, and I'd also like to know if your character could have something magically giant-sized, what would it be? I'm Suzanne. I play Mackenzie, elf wizard. If she could have something giant-sized, she'd have, like, an egg cup that is giant so she could fill it with water and have a swimming pool. Okay, that's a long way to go for something which I feel exists could be solved <laughs> but it in a far would be... better way. But it would be originally an egg cup, and that mm. that entertains her. I um, heard a podcast where it was actually Paul F. Tompkins, so American podcast, and someone brought up an egg cup, and they were talking like an egg cup, like <laughs> do you, you know an egg cup? What is that? That's that thing that British people put there. Like I feel like it's an old fashioned, like an old timey <laughs> thing where. British people put their egg, and then it became that kind of, oh, an egg cup. I can't believe that people would use an egg cup. What, what? do they put their eggs in? I, don't, I was just like, what do they put their Mackenzies who want to swim in? I was yeah. just like, I, I can't, I know you like, we all have to fill time on a podcast, but <laughs> how can you be that excited by or surprised? Like, even if you never use a fucking egg cup. They yeah, wouldn't you just kind of be like, oh, that makes sense? Yeah. And carry on. Oh, yeah. they use a cup. Okay. And it's a very specific situation, too. It's not, they don't just put all eggs in cups. Mm. Yeah, yeah. soft-boiled. Moral of the story, fuck you, America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zach. I play tiefling fighter, Plank. And he would probably make his uh, gold bigger. Mm. Would so it be worth lots of money. Yeah. And but then if... he would buy a giant egg cup. <laughs> fill yeah. it with water. Only to watch it be smashed apart. And specifically not to let Mackenzie swim in it. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm Paris. I play halfling ranger G'day. G'day would love a giant egg, but she'd have nothing to put it in. So... Ah, um, It's it's like an old-fashioned British thing, I think. No, actually, G'day would really like a giant birthday cake. Because Ah. um, she's never had one. And Mm. she would have everyone she's ever met come over and they'd all get a bit. Would it be like... Giant cake. <laughs> wow, it's my How do you cut it? You just, you just shut, short-circuited on that information. Yeah. <laughs> Cry, yes. <laughs> the egg cup effect. Uh, and yes, I'm Luke. I am your dungeon master for today. And How do you feel about eggs? Uh, love them. <laughs> Never laid one myself. <laughs> Uh, and, never say never. and this podcast was brought to you by The Egg Cup <laughs> What happened last time? Who would like to start a summary? Zach Not would me. Zach 100% would love <laughs> you to You never do them, go I'm still trying to figure out how you cut this cake <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> It's too big <laughs> It doesn't make sense. <laughs> you have to do that thing they do when they cut off a slab of clay for pottery where they have like a big long wire and you hold one end and someone holds the other hand and you just pull it straight and it just cuts down through. <laughs> That's what you'd have to do. Oh, so we had, our- my head. <laughs> <laughs> we had our morning briefing. Yes. Um, yes. It, it was a letter addressed to Crikey Moses from his... Fiance from when they were both humans. So he used to be a human, your yeah. enchanted talking sword. Yeah, which makes it a little bit sad. hundred years ago, he was cursed. Well, we don't know who cursed him, but apparently... No. 
uh, she does know. Yes. She's being held kidnapped by a giant. She got all her information from a teapot. Mm-hmm. And you guys have used... Uh, you found Jack, mm-hmm. who is now uh, over 100 years old. He's Cracky Moses' old owner. Yes. And he gave you some beans. You went up a beanstalk into the land of the giants. And you found a um, collector giant whose name is... Uh, Big fat. Barry Fancy Gary, mm. and uh, he is the collector. He's picked on by the other giants, and you just avoided a cat and found out that uh, three particularly bad giants, Beery Fart Guts, Boorish Fat Gun, and Bastard Face Grunter, are banging away at the door, threatening violence. Meanwhile, uh, Plank has befriended uh, Barry, who's a little bit suspicious of him, who thinks he's a demon, who's trying to do a trick on him, but he gave you some milk in a saucer. And now um, he's coming out into the hall to uh, try and tell these giants to go away and uh, going to run into the other two of you unless you are going to hide. So that's where we we left off. We ducked into the porcelain doll room. That's right. You ducked into the porcelain doll room as Barry comes stomping down the hallway with Plank on his shoulder. I'll tell you something about cutting a cake. If there's ever two people and there is a uh, disagreement on how it should be cut, is it cut fairly? Do we both get the same thing? Mm-hmm. One person should cut and the other person should choose what slice they're going to have. Ah. Smart. Yeah. I think I figured it out anyway. Basically, you get a bike and you replace the wheels with pizza cuts. <laughs> yes. And then you just have someone ride across the cake. Yeah. Yeah. You're again thinking that you're like an insect size next to this thing. Yeah. I got a lot of friends. It's a big cake. Okay. We the cake's like the size having... of a swimming pool. Okay. So is it a swimming pool or the size of a giant egg cup? <laughs> <laughs> How giant is this giant egg cup? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll so do the same thing. Speaking of giants, bang, 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 open up, open up, we're gonna use your guts for dental floss, you fucking dickhead, Gary. Alright, this is what we're gonna do. The the giants know magic. Uh, They like to throw rocks. Ah. Yeah, pussy move. I did Mm. that before, nothing happened. True. They have big spiked balls on sticks and they like to hit people with them. That's impressive. Yes. Take me off your shoulder and hide me in between your fingers. And then you open the door and you point at them and you say, Get the fuck out! And when you say that, I will shoot fire out of your fingertips. Okay, I like that idea. You're far bigger than my hand, though. (laughs) How big are you? (laughs) I'm sitting on your shoulder. Yes, but it's quite awkward, really. (laughs) Okay. I'll hide behind the door, and when you open it, I'll produce a flame out of your hand. Why don't you hide behind my thigh? Okay. Right. Why don't you just grab onto the back of my shorts? Alright. Why don't I... Wearing shorts and a cardigan? (laughs) (laughs) I'll scarecrow you. Who said that? (laughs) I don't know. I'll crawl up under your cardigan so my hands are along (laughs) your arms. You know, uh, like, when, um... Eddie Valentine in Who Framed Roger Rabbit has Roger in his trench coat. That's exactly It'll it. be a little bit like that. <laughs> I was thinking of the dude who juggles the crystal balls in Labyrinth, but, you know. Or that. Or that. Yeah, except then it'll be a little baby hand. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that would be pretty great, though. But you just go out there and you tell them that you're sick of them picking on you and that you don't want it anymore, and then I will set them on fire from your hands so it looks like you're a wizard. Huh? You're a wizard, Barry. <laughs> A wizard? <laughs> a wizard? A what? <laughs> Alright. Well, I hope this works. Me too. <laughs> so he opens the door, Plank, and uh, you are confronted by three far taller, far beefier, <laughs> far hairier, lips like great big bratwursts, small piggy eyes... Big boogers hanging out of their nose. Rough and tumble giants. They've got morning stars uh, slung over their shoulders. One of them's carrying a big rock. You might need to explain what a morning star is. Oh, like when I said that they have spiked balls (laughs) on sticks? Yeah, you might need to explain that. (laughs) 
Okay. I assumed it was a, a morning star ball. is a spiked <laughs> ball on a stick. Okay, cool. Yeah. Alright, please carry on. If people could always use the rewind feature. <laughs> You won't be able to do that until this one's published, Suzanne, so nope. do feel free to keep asking. <laughs> oh, I, I never listen to these. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, and they, they're looking at him, and the one with the rock says, I'm going to smash a rock on your cock, mate. Go away, you horrible people, or I will do demon magic at you. And a whisper in his ear, say, go fuck yourselves. And then I use thaumaturgy on his voice. Go f- fun yourselves. Good work, Barry. <laughs> and then, and then the giants are like they're they're looking angry at this. And I lift my arms up and make him move his arms up, and then I produce flame. I just shoot like a fifteen foot cone. Yeah, I just shoot a cone of fire out of my hands. Okay, towards is, them. Is there a DC to avoid it? I'm not going to hit them. I just want to, like, scare them. Okay. I feel like you should take the opportunity to hit them if you... Well, they're quite close. Anyway. This but is if a... I can just scare them off, I'd rather not yeah. fight them. This is a surprise attack um, on your part anyway. Uh, they are quite close to the door, some of them. So when these flames start spewing out of this brown cardigan, uh, it's the last <laughs> thing that they're expecting. And um, they are very hairy. So some of them uh, do get singed and there is the horrible smell of burning giant hair and they are very confused. Oh, what you doing, Barry, you flaming menace? You've singed me fucking beard chops. Barry, they're scared of you. And uh, yeah, they're they're, they're pretty frightened. Um, One of them uh, drops his rock. I've dropped me rock! <laughs> now I look like the cock! Now tell him to fuck off, Barry! I told you guys to. Fuck off! And, um, yeah, they, they are very menaced by this. They go, You haven't seen the last of us, Barry! And they all go running like a bunch of boons back up to the hills. Yay! Yeah, we did it, Barry! I hug him inside the cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, demon. Don't steal my soul, though, will you? No, no, I don't do that. Now, where's that bloody cat? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Why would I know? It's probably hiding under the bed. Look, I've got stuff to do, all right? Can I send you on your way? Sure, Barry. All right. But remember what I said. Stand up for yourself, be brave, and pronounce the entire word fuck i'll give it a shot i um speak to plank on the caterpillar and say plank can you get him to go into another room while we run out uh yeah barry i'm gonna leave and then you should shut the door and then go find your cat in your bedroom and comfort it don't plank uh, make sure he doesn't shut the door because uh then we can't get out i'll let myself out (laughs) all right but do shut the door they'll be probably back a bit later. Absolutely, they will. Yes, you but I'll just do right that. Up. I'll just do that flame thing, and <laughs> they'll be running for the hills. They'll be scared of old Barry when I say "fuck off" and uh, use my flame magic that I learned from the demon. <laughs> yes. Yes, that'll show them. Can't see that going wrong. Nope. All right. Well, I'll go uh, curl up with the cat. You let yourself out and lock that bloody door. Absolutely. Nice knowing you, demon. Nice knowing you, Barry. Goodbye. Bye. Okay, and he goes into the bedroom and he shuts the door. All right, so we skedaddle out <coughs> mm-hmm. from the porcelain doll room with the harp and we have retrieved the um, uh, your stick. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, 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 you've got everything. Okay. You've got the harp. And um, you guys get out of there. Get the fuck out. And um, are you going to save meet and greet information until you get right? Yes. Yeah, based on what I say. Yeah. Okay, so... I would say, get the beanstalk, get down. As soon as you guys come out of the house, I'm like, we've got to stay here. I may have accidentally done something that's going to get this friendly guy murdered, and I feel bad about it. When have you ever felt bad about anything, Flank? Right now. (laughs) I think we should go. This place is way too dangerous. I wouldn't want to tangle with a giant. Just leave him... Okay. (laughs) Leave him a caterpillar number. All right, I jot it down on a piece of paper. I write it real big. Okay. <laughs> and I slide under the door. All right. 
And, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, back down the beanstalk? Back down the beanstalk. All right. So, you get down to the bottom. You manage to climb down easily enough. That's all right. And, um, Curly being able to talk now is, is very... Oh, so thank you so much for saving me. That's okay. Should it be me or Cracky Moses? Oh, to you. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> now... Are you ready for the tale of who did this to us? Not until we hit the ground. Shut up. Yes. Oh, we're at the, on the ground now. All right. Okay, fine. <laughs> Tell me now. It was a wicked wizard called Sal Frotterstop. Okay. He's a very puritanical man who is... Ve- and he's been around for a very long time as well. And he uh, very much disapproves of any pleasures of the flesh. Sins, he calls them. So when he heard that there were two young people in love and hitting that G all the time, (laughs) he cursed us and turned us into objects. I don't feel like that's a maintainable life choice, but okay. What do you mean? Well, if he's never met anyone who's ever partaken in sins of the flesh he would literally not be born firstly yes he turned his mother into a dining set <laughs> okay and his father into a a poker for the fire oh, interesting okay let's go kill this dude where okay off you go where is he <laughs> where is he <clears throat> that i don't know but we believe that the items that he sells that used to be people are sold at a store in Tatertown called the Red Dot. (laughs) (laughs) Because when I was cursed, a red dot appeared on my hand and I slowly began turning into this harp. So if you go down to the Red Dot, you you might be able to find some information there. Okay. Okay. You can also buy something. Going to the city. Okay. So you go back to Hal's moving shithole? Yes. And um, you tell him your destination? Yes. To Tater Town, my good man. The Red Dot District. You're going to the Red Dot. Yeah, lots of inanimate things there. A lot of human things. A lot of inanimate things that used to be humans. Yes. Not inanimate objects that have been... Turned into fun, dancing, talking, loving, passionate objects, but humans that were turned into inanimate things. Yes, that is that is just what we said. I have a confession. Oh dear, yes? My name's not Bramblewag. Oh dear. Ah, uh, we're going to have to kill you? No, 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 no. You see, this stop you seek is my brother. Uh, oh, thank God. My older brother. Well, I'm sorry, dude. We're going to have to kill your brother. Oh, he's a wicked sort. Oh, that's okay then. When I found out what he was doing, that he was turning humans into objects, I started to go around looking at objects and trying to turn them back into people, but I never knew which objects used to be people and which objects were just objects. Oh. And then when they came to life, my hormones were raging and I began to feel a little bit attracted to the objects. (laughs) And uh, then, you know, the rest is history. But I was so ashamed of my brother that I changed my name to something I love to do. Does that mean you could turn Crikey Moses back into a human? Uh, No, I I turn inanimate objects into fun talking objects. But you've got no reversal for that. Well, I can't turn an inanimate object into a human. No, only Frotterstop could reverse the curse. Hmm. And he's a horrible sort. Hmm. Where is he? Well, the red dot is a good place to start, let me tell you. But I don't think it'll be easy. <coughs> well, we've done oh. plenty of stupid shit before. Not Let's easy do it is again. my nickname. He's a powerful wizard. Let me just warn you. Who's not? You! <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Bramblewank. <laughs> All right, then. Let me get you on the road. So, Taterton. The capital of fantasy Western Australia, a bustling mining town uh, ruled over by the dwarf Lord Sputter Edgerton and a lot of dwarves, a lot of people that, uh, you know, come and go from the more remote mining areas, including mm-hmm. the um, 
Pi Mines, which you guys were familiar with in the beginning. And uh, right in the heart of the town is a sort of general purpose discount superstore called uh, the Red Dot, which has a variety of um, cheap weapons, armor, and household items, which are supposedly not magic at all. Cool. Can we go shopping? You know, while we're here. We'll go undercover. Yeah. As customers. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Mystery shoppers. Mm. So you're going to go into the Red Dot? Yes. All right. You walk in, um, there's a few shoppers bustling around. It's a very cluttered store of all sorts of weird things. Nothing which looks particularly useful. Like the weapons and stuff that you're seeing are far, far more basic sort of level one adventuring things um, as opposed to the sorts of stuff that you have. And uh, behind the counter, or I should say on the counter, sits a duck. A real duck? Yeah, a duck. A big white duck. Hello, duck. Meow. What? Meow. I thought it was just going to quack. Meow. Why does it meow like a cat? Can I help you? Um, (laughs) We're looking for some more under the table kind of stuff. Ah, we got tables over there, Grant. You can turn them over and look under them as much as you like, Grant. As long as you buy them, I'm a duck. Do you have anything that used to be humans? <laughs> what the fuck did you say, quack quack? <laughs> like... No, what the fuck did you just say, quack quack? <laughs> Do you have anything that used to be humans? <laughs> Lock the fucking door. Uh, Me? Yes. Uh, Why? Because I don't have fucking hands. Okay. Do you have a key? I don't want to lock the door. It's just a fucking... Turn the fucking thing. Oh, uh, cool. All right, I got it. Kenzie. Everybody get out! We locked the door. Except for already. you guys. Except for you guys. Okay. So the door's right. already locked. Alright, let's let them out and then lock the door. Unlock the door, let the <laughs> other customers out. <laughs> Everyone outside. Close the door and then fucking get around the counter. Cool. Right. <laughs> Quack. Now what the fuck did you say? I said <laughs> we can't let them out. We've already locked no, the right. door. No, right. Before that. Before that. Right. <laughs> Do you have any under the table stuff? All that's under the table is my yellow feet, pal. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything? And I'm so mad humans? I'm about to lay an egg. Ooh. Give me one of those giant cups. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of eggs do you lay? What do you know about the humans? They got two legs, a dick. No, come on. You know what's fucking going on here. Some of them have vaginas. Alright, I'm sick of fucking talking to you. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you look res- responsible. True, I am. Tell me. Well, what do you know? We heard that this is a giant criminal operation and you're under arrest because these are all living creatures. They don't look like living creatures to me. Well, what the fuck are you, duck? I'm a duck. Why are you talking? So I'm a magic duck. Well, this is magic shit. If you know, living creatures. Why are you acting like you don't know? If you didn't have a problem with it, you'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds really weird. Wrong store, guy. Yeah, all right. I get it. I get it. You want to see the boss, right? Yeah. Well, this is a very long way of getting to it, but yes. <laughs> and who are you, Grant? <laughs> I am sick of your shit. Can you please summon your boss? <laughs> summon you? You think he's going to answer to a fucking duck? Sure. Why Maybe. not? He's got to listen to whoever's out the front. He'll be out the back, Grant, Grant. Okay, cool. Well, we'll go to him. All right. It's that door up the back. Let's do it. I want to lock this duck in a cupboard first. Why? I don't like your tone. <laughs> I don't like your head. Be back, well. duck. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> All I have happening in my head right now is a very old ad, which was like, a duck is a duck. Quack, 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 quack. And nothing can take something, something, something about no a duck. I quack, like quack, a duck. Quack, quack. Quack. Yes, of course, the famous duck is a famous aqueduct. Quack, quack. I know that song. And it was like a flotation, <laughs> flotation device Flat for children. That's my thong. <laughs> Your thong? My thong. You were in a thong? Quack! I don't have lips, bitch. <laughs> Are these things in this store people? Okay, Blake, we've moved on. <laughs> That's above my pay grade, pal. Do you like murder? Quack! No, you'll have to talk to the boss, quack quack. I'm not paid enough. Cup. What? Smash an egg cup. Hey! That person's on your soul, duck. 
Come through the bloody door, Plank. Lucky that was just a regular egg cup, right? <laughs> Alright. I'll on. follow your lead, G'day. Who turns someone into an egg cup, anyway? <laughs> How big is the egg cup? <laughs> it's like a regular size egg. How big do you think my ass is? Hang on, regular for you or regular for us? Well, for a giant. Well, hands up, who lays eggs here? <laughs> G'day. Too many hands! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move through the door at the back, yes? Yes. yes. Let's do, do that. Did we bring the harp with us? Yeah, I've got it on okay. one arm. Can you, are you right with that, Mackenzie? I'm fine. Is it activated? Or is it just a, a normal harp? Um, I'm just going to leave it alone. I don't want it to talk. Okay. Uh, who's going out the back first? Me. Okay, g'day. You touch the handle. Yes. And you feel a very strange tingle. Is it hurt? No, but there's a red dot on the back of ah! your hand. Ah! I shake it. It's not coming up. Peel it off. Peel it off. I uh, cut Cut my hand hand off. off. (laughs) No, it's fine. Ah, I would have. Your your joints feel quite stiff. (laughs) And unusual. But the door has opened. Okay. And there is a dark room beyond. I'll just keep going through. Okay, as you're going through, your body is stiffening up and you're feeling very unusual. Is it like tingling going through all of your muscles? If I take a step back, do I start to feel better? No. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep going forward then. Okay, you okay? <clears throat> I'm fine. I'm picking up yet another egg cup from one of the shelves. Smash I'm it. gonna, no, I'm gonna cast light on it and then ditch it into the room in front of us. Okay, it's a um, small office room and it's uh, really a mess. It's got papers everywhere, papers like um, stuck to the walls, um, newspapers with things circled, lots of uh, writing and um, underlining. Okay, I'm going to cast Perception on the room. Okay. G'day, your arms are sort of, you're like your limbs are sort of being drawn to the sides of your body and you can feel your spine starting to arch, kind of like pushing you forward. You sure you're okay, G'day? Yep, just keep going. Okay. What did you get for perception? Uh, 11. 11, okay. <clears throat> the common thread seems to be an interest in a grand opening of a new venue. Uh, that is going to happen that evening in a few hours. And um, it's a brothel in Bugaroo, which is the place where you first started. And it's being set up. It's a dwarf-run brothel for the miners, um, for the neighbouring pie mines there. It's called the Vagina Miner. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, it seems to be a lot of interest in articles that are about this place and one of the papers has sin written on it in red mm-hmm. okay um all right but there's no one in the room no there's no one in the room all right i reckon we've got to go to the brothel i'd say he's already Plank's there eyes light up. and there is a while well, you guys are focusing on all of this there is a clattering behind you where g'day was once standing <laughs> and you turn around and there is a simple Wooden bow. Sweet. Lying on the floor. Free mm. bow. Pick it up. I'm like, Mackenzie. And I pretend to shoot it at her. Ding. I'm like, don't do that to G'day. Where'd G'day go? Uh, you're holding her. <gasps> what? <coughs> what? <laughs> and um, G'day's items are scattered around. Her weapons. The Lagophone is on the ground. Crikey Moses is on the ground. Um, there's this new, the Akadakas on the ground, and of course this new bow. Okay, so we're gonna pick up her shit. I'm just gonna chuck it all in my portable hole. Okay. Except for actual good day. I'll strap her to my back. Okay. Ah, uh, I cut my hand, and I put my hand on it. <laughs> and good day, you awaken. Hello? Hey, good day. <laughs> you know before when I was like, hey, good day, you okay? And you said, yes. Yeah. You're a fucking bow. <laughs> I was being brave. Be an idiot, G'day. You gotta tell us this shit. 
Well, I there was nothing you could do. I didn't want to distract from the mission. Mission doesn't matter, G'day. <laughs> this you, is the mission. You matter. Oh, oh yeah, I guess. <laughs> you matter, G'day. Oh, thanks, Plank. Can you uh, get me off your back? I can't see anything. Well, no, because I don't want to carry you. <clears throat> okay, I'll just look. Watch my back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's happening here? Oh, where's G'day? He's in the portable hole. Oh, uh, I'll leave him out as well. Yeah, this is my adventure. <laughs> this is my story. Uh, so many talking things. Hi, Cracky. Hey. Oh, is that you, G'day? Oh, I'm a bow. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to feel when he, when he uses that nice electricity bow instead? I know my place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to a brothel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's go. But first, I want to burn this shop down. Okay. No, you can come out, Doc. What if we reverse the spell? Then these people could live, you idiot. Alright, get out your bow. Know your place. <laughs> Stop <laughs> objectifying us. Yeah, I got Fine. more brains than you in my little handle. Doc, <laughs> he's only a little bow, but he's got a lot of brains and a lot of heart. Yeah. Duck. Mr. Duck. What's your name, sorry? Uh, my name's uh, Waddleston. Mr. Waddleston, I will be back tomorrow morning to burn your shop down. <laughs> Once we've cured everyone and they're out. So if you have any personal belongings or anything you'd like to keep, please vacate the premises. Um, where am I going to put all my egg cups? <laughs> you can live with... You can live in our castle. No thanks. <laughs> well then, you will die in the fire. What? I'm gonna tell on you. Uh, try it. No one's gonna believe you. You're a duck. <laughs> and he starts waddling towards the door. Unlock the door. <laughs> <laughs> Only because we're going out. Okay. I'm going the other. Which way are you going? Right. Ah, I'm probably gonna go right. Right. Well, I mean, we're only going right for a few And then we uncomfortably accidentally follow each other for like ah, a couple of blocks. We're walking the same speed! <laughs> <laughs> slow down! You slow down. Go across the road! Stop following us, Doc. I'm not following you. <laughs> Where are you going? I don't know these people. <laughs> 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 what, are, what, are, what are we doing? <laughs> I could do this forever. <laughs> uh, Alright, to the brothel. Okay, not a lot of uh, bushes up that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> not ones that you're familiar with yet. Do you, want, do you want to take the pie wagon for all time's sake? Yeah, right Yeah, I got Okay. So, guys, um, Bugaroo is the town. Where you first started back in uh, your very first adventure, where you each uh, met each other. It was uh, not a lot happening there at the time. There was a server, server station, that was about it. Um, but now, because of the uh, booming pie industry in the area, the, the buggeroo is being gentrified and has its own uh, brothel. That's, that is gentrifying? Yeah, which has uh, been opened and uh, it is the vagina miner and... Um, there are a, a lot of uh, grubby dwarf miners with big grins um, going inside there. As uh, the cart pulls up, you can hear laughter, and um, there's a sort of uh, pink light emanating from the building. Alright, pl Plank, I reckon you should go inside, scope out for the dude. I'm going to creep around the exterior and see if I can get up onto the roof and see if there's anyone sus up there. Okay, you take... Crikey Moses. No. Oh, come on. So you have backup. It's for the, the good of everyone. It's not for the good of me or you. I can fight. I am a wizard. Yes, but I'm a short sword. If you're coming, you're going in your sheath and you're staying there. Why? She loves you. She doesn't want you to get hurt. Fine, I'll take Crikey Moses. Thank you. You can take it, eh? <laughs> okay. Piggyback! Oh, boy. <laughs> Be sure to talk a lot so they don't... <laughs> Just dismiss you as an object. I will. Yes. They do that, try and do that to me when I was a human too. Yeah, they're rude. Rude as. They're rude a AF. <laughs> I'll throw you into a cane, Cracky Moses. Uh, what? I thought we were friends. 
I do like you. Let's go in. Okay. <laughs> okay. In you go. So, um, Plank, you walk into the uh, front reception area. There is um, uh, a rather lavish uh, pink and red foyer with gold trim and um, lady dwarves are bustling around. Uh, one of them looks up and says, Welcome to the vagina miner. How can I help you? I would like to mine some vagina. <laughs> well, you're in the right place. You... T- there's some uh, pretty deep shafts around here. Oh, let me tell you. You could get lost in them, love, if you're not careful. Sounds cute. Don't worry, we'll tie a rope around your waist. Have you had any protesters? Protesters? No, everybody's incredibly excited. Why would yeah. anyone protest a good old vagina mine? I was just wondering. Now, show me them shafts. Well, we've got a lot of uh, girls to pick from. Do you like ah. them... Uh, uh, beards or no beards? You're a gold beard. Yeah, well, lucky you said that. Most of them do have beards, to be yeah. fair. We'll give it a shot. Yes. Sometimes we can put, like, a, 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 a like a hessian bag over them if the beard's too off-putting. But, uh, yeah, very hairy girls here, <laughs> let me tell you. But that's just dwarves, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Nah. So, um... Uh, they can, um, well, they're about to, like, set you up, but can we just do some parallel action? What What about Mackenzie and... Mackenzie's scouting around the exterior of the building first. Yeah. Just to suss out kind of the parameters and see if there's anyone lurking. So I'm going to do a perception. Yep. Okay. Can I do one too? Yeah. Yes. With disadvantage, because you're a bow <laughs> strapped to Mackenzie's back. <laughs> 23. Ah, uh, 17. What's my disadvantage? Do you have to roll twice, twice and take ah. the lowest? Well, it'd be 17. Yep. Still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm just the bow. <laughs> <laughs> so you notice, yeah, there is a side door which um, looks to be like heading off into some sort of service area, which is a jar. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a door. <laughs> And door ajar, Martin pokes his head out and says, Read my box! And then pokes his head back in. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, so we're going to go in the service door. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Right. I'm, I've got no legs, so you big lady. I'm still consulting. Oh, lovely. And as you enter, <laughs> all the lights go out. And Plank, in the room where you are, all the lights go out. And there seems to be um, a lot of confusion. And, and the lady's like, oh, that's odd. Must be something wrong with the lamps. It's unusual. Is it night time? <clears throat> yes. Okay. It's just gone night. And then you hear... Like, Mackenzie, you would recognise this more than anyone else. A kind of explosion of magic. And there is a flash of bright light that sort of, like, lights up the darkness for a second. Almost like lightning. And you hear screams coming from one of the room, which are abruptly stopped short. Alright, I'm going to go pelt down towards where the screaming was. Okay. So, um, it's chaos where you are, Plank. Uh, people (laughs) are forgetting, like, being nice to the guests. And are, um running down the hallway behind the reception desk and Mackenzie you've entered the hallway Mm. you can see up the end of the well you can see like a door is open near you and if you want to look into that in the room it's a room with a double bed and um, various lotions and things like that and uh, there is a colourful like little jewellery chest sitting on the bed mm-hmm. and there is a shiny pickaxe sitting on the bed mm, interesting and you hear screams and flash from further up the hall okay i run up towards those okay so as you're um because it's basically it's a there's this front room and then there's this long hall which branches off into all these different rooms sort of like a hotel and in the flickering light, Mackenzie, up ahead, you can see a tall, shadowy figure sort of glide out of one of the rooms, which has just flashed. 
All right. And so continue his way down the corridor. I'm going to shoot him with something then. Okay. While he's gliding away. So he doesn't know I'm there yet at no. this point. So you can have this one. Okay. I'm going to shoot him with a fireball. All right. A dexterity saving throw. Has to get over 13. Mm-hmm. And fails. Okay. So count to wait for me. Okay. 25 fire damage. Okay. So fire goes um, searing down the hallway and it hits this character who um, bends over in, um, in pain for a second and then it rises back up to full height and flicks around and you see the old, withered, angular cold, angry face of Frotterstop, who's staring at you down the hall. And let's do initiative. 11. Okay, Mackenzie, you're up first. Cool. I'm going to cast Scorching Ray mm-hmm. at him. So I'm going to use it as a next level up, so it's going to be four rays of fire. Yep. So I roll four times. Yep. 20. Mm-hmm. 23. 20. 22. Yep. So what was that for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, sorry. All right, so they all hit. Um, and it's going to be... Nine times four is... 36. 36 damage. Great. Okay. Um, that's quite a hit. Like, you've really uh, surprised him. You got him, Mackenzie! I'm assuming. And he see. starts <laughs> to... Like, in the flickering light at the end of the corridor you see his body like twisting and moving and his muscles bulging and changing. His teeth seem to get bigger and sharper. His muscles are rippling. His arms are shrinking. His mouth is getting huge. His eyes are slinking back to the sides of his head. His robes are like falling away and a large tail is flashing out behind him and he's getting bigger and bigger and he's filling up the corridor. He's a T-Rex. <laughs> okay. So he is a wizard that has transmutation skills. So he is polymorph. You would recognize this as a polymorph mm-hmm. spell. He is polymorphed into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. He can fit into the corridor? It's really tight. Okay. And he's like, um, his body's like, yeah, like the, the, the ceiling is like bowing and cracking above him. And you know how a T-Rex runs towards its prey? It comes running down the corridor towards you. And um, it's going to go for a bite. Sounds like you're fighting a T-Rex, Mackenzie. I'm being really pissed off if I don't get to fight it. (laughs) It's like a dream. (laughs) That's uh, 40. I mean, sorry, that's that's 20 to uh, attack. Okay. And then, um... 40 damage. 4d12. It's <laughs> 30 damage. 30 piercing damage. Alright. Did I... <laughs> well, did I regain any points from all my various falling? Yes, you've before? had time. Okay. Can I... Am in- I back to full then? Yeah. Alright. Uh, while that happens, I'm going to cast Hellish Rebuke. Well, if it's grappled you, can you do a DC 17? Um, it does. I don't need to move to do it. Yeah, that's okay, but I want to see if you're trapped in his jaws. Alright, okay. DC 17. Strength. Oh, fuck. Ah, nope. Okay, so you are trapped in his jaws. Can I still rebuke him? Yep. Alright, you've got to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, over 13. No, he failed. Oh, hang on, that's not the right one. He fails. He failed badly. And I don't have a D10. You roll your d10 twice. Thank you. Okay, so 10 fire damage. All right. That doesn't seem to have done too much to the um, T-Rex, which is um, on you now. Now, Plank, you can hear that some serious shit is going down down that corridor. What do you want to do? I'm going to run down the corridor. Okay, so you come in and you can see um, Mackenzie is at the end of the corridor with uh, trapped in the jaws of a very large thrashing T-Rex. Now, I'm going to add you to the end of... Oh, you can join the initiative at this point, Plank. Can I cast spells in my form? You can be used. 
What are your stat? What are the stats? You won't know until you try it. Um, am I behind the T-Rex or at its head? No, you are um, on the other end of the corridor. So you've just come in from the, the front and um, about probably about 30 feet away is the T-Rex looking at you with Mackenzie trapped in its jaws. I'm going to use Guiding Bolt. Okay. Um, you have to make a save over 13. Dexterity. Alright. It fails. Ah, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) So, 18 damage. And I get advantage on next roll. Okay. Alright. It takes that. It's still looking pretty healthy, though. Um, it's gonna throw you aside, Mackenzie. Ow! And I want you to take, like, 1d6... Damage. All my damage has been falling damage. Four. <laughs> and it's going to um, take a sweep at you with its tail, Mackenzie, as it runs past. And that is a crit. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's 40 damage. All right, I'm dead. You're unconscious? I am unconscious. she fall face down or face up? <laughs> face down. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Look, I've been holding it like you're actually supposed to carry a bow, so the actual wood bit has been in front of my body with the string over the back. So if I land on my back, you're facing up. Mackenzie, get up for you. You're so heavy. Mackenzie, I never thought this day would come. <laughs> so, um, Mackenzie's down, and it is Plank's turn. I'm going to misty step. Behind the T-Rex, to where yep. Mackenzie is. Yep. And I'm going to grab G'day and then shoot off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shoot off. I just leave Mackenzie. <laughs> Bye, Mackenzie. <laughs> you could probably pick her up with me. No, I'm going <laughs> to shoot the, handbag. the T-Rex with, the, with G'day. Okay. I have a feeling I'll be really tough. Yeah. Plus 10 to hit with G'day. Ooh. And I've got advantage as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a hit. It is, uh, the arrow, what are your normal, like, what does the Akadaka do? Uh, 1d8 plus 2, and then I get an extra plus yeah. d8. So this one, um, let's say that it's 2d8 damage plus your dex bonus. Because the arrow comes out, and it's covered with thorns. Hey. Nice. Uh, 12 damage. 12 damage. The arrow hits the T-Rex, it buries into the side. You can see that, uh, like, little um, vines and things are sort of sprouting out of it and digging into it. So it's going to take another six damage as well. On top of that... Is it because I'm so mad or do I have no say in what's happening right now? Can I use my second action? (laughs) Only if you're using the same weapon. Yeah, I'll use the same weapon. Yep. Use it with a what? I'll use good eight. <laughs> 27. That'll 27, hit. 27. 10 damage. Okay, and then the thorns dig in again, and that is another six. So now the T-Rex is actually looking quite bloodied. It's got um, thorns digging into it. It's not looking great, but it is going to spin around, um, completely pivot, and take a bite at you, Plank. It can turn in this hallway? It's just like smashing everything apart as it goes. Including you. I'm on the ground. That tail's swinging up high. <laughs> G'day, we're fighting a T-Rex together. Yay! <laughs> a 21 plank. Yeah, it's a hit. It's uh, 36 damage. Oh, you got me. <laughs> so bad, maths. <laughs> so eighth percentile? Oh, that, that is law. So you're bloodied now, Plank. Can you roll a DC 17 strength check to see if he's grappled you? Yeah, he's got me. Okay, 12. so you are also um, restrained. You're trapped in his jaw, so... Can I use my inspiration point? To... Reroll whether to re-roll. or not you're grappled? Yes. I get it. Yes, you do. You get to break free. Boom! But I, got I still use Hello from here because he me. Doop, 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 doop. Yeah, so you can do that. he has to make a deck save of 13. Okay. He does... So you just take 1d10 fire damage. 7. Okay. These are our spells. He does not like that at all. Um, now it is your turn, Plank. You're free from the bite, but you are bleeding a fair bit. 
I'm gonna use G'day again. Okay. 27. Yes, that's a hit. <laughs> Is it 2d8? Yeah. Plus your dex. Bonus. Five. Five damage? Yeah. Okay. Because he's my... Can he plus my dex bonus? <laughs> <laughs> I can use my double action though. Yeah, can we? Yeah, we can add it. So, good day. You get to pull in some stuff too. It's eight. Oh, eight. Fuck. Eleven damage. <laughs> All right. Okay, you didn't like that. Now, can I use my double attack? Um, double. I need to do some death saves. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, can you? Yeah, let Plank do this one, and then I'm going to get you to do two saves, Suzanne. Nineteen. Thank you. That's a hit. Sixteen. Sixteen damage. All right. Okay, this thing's looking pretty rough. It's stumbling around, um, leaning into doors. Things are breaking. Bits of ceiling are crumbling everywhere. Some of the door frames and walls are just completely ripped apart, revealing rooms which have um, strange objects uh, laying on the bed like they're on display. Mackenzie, can you do two death saves for me just to catch us up? Remind me how this works. You roll a d20 and you want to get ten or more. You've got one fail. Okay, so... You get three fails, you're probably dead. If, yeah, that's how that works. Then we'll have to get Jace for the time back I'm going to have to turn into Steve Bloodsmith thing. Twelve. And that's so. a success. Yep. All right. Now... So I'm not... But I'm not out yet. No. You have to get three saves? Yeah, I have yeah. to get three successes. Before you get... Three, three failures, failures. yeah. yeah. All right, um, the T-Rex stops shifting around and um, starts to shrink back into the wizard form, looking um, a lot more battered than he was before. And he uses his turn to cast Polymorph on you, Plank. Fuck yeah. So... I'm a T-Rex! It's a wisdom save. Oh, Oh, fuck. (laughs) Uh, 16. Just missed it. So, Plank, you feel yourself shrinking and your arms are getting, like, smaller. You can see your hands shrinked. You can see your nose is elongating out and you feel, like, a sort of weird swelling around your buttocks area and a big pink padded bum comes out of the back of Plank's pants and you are a baboon. Yes! (laughs) Am I still dexterous enough to hold a bone arrow? Surely you'd be more dexterous. Well, yeah, you, yeah your dexterity is now plus... Um, it's plus two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you have six hit points. Fair enough. Is it my go? In total? Yeah. <laughs> um, is it my go? Yes, because he just had his go. I'm going to shoot him with G'day again. All right. 29. That's a hit. 17 damage. Okay, he is not looking good. I'm going to use my double attack and do it again. Yep. How am I still the most useful team member (laughs) as a weapon? Yeah. 21. That's a hit. 20 damage. Wow. Okay. He is really just hanging in there. The baboon is shooting (laughs) arrow at him. He's going to make one last attempt at a spell, I think, here. Do I need to... You need to do a death save? Yes. That's a success. Two successes. One fail. Now, you need to do another... um, He's going to cast Phantasmal Killer on you, Plank. You need to do a Wisdom saving throw. Sounds cool. And your new Wisdom is minus one. (laughs) Seven. Seven. You suddenly become incredibly frightened, Plank. You feel like, you know, you're... Like, this guy is just your most horrible nightmare there's just something freakish suddenly about the way he looks at you and you feel this intense stabbing psychic uh attack and it will be 22 damage psychic damage i and have six health you have what only have six you said he- you said only have six as a baboon oh yeah yep so the baboon um gets totally like wiped out and then the rest of it goes on to you plank so I'm not a baboon? Yeah, you get turned back into yourself. So you have 20. Okay, so 22 takes 6. Yeah. Yeah. And then the remainder is you. Cool, so I still have, like, I'm still alive. Cool. I'm just pretty fucked up. But you're very frightened now. Like, you're way too frightened to, um, attack him. 
you are basically um, just on the ground. Can I do anything or? Um, not for a round. Okay. Well, like more, like not, it, it lasts for, um, you would have to do another wisdom save on your turn. So it's, it's your turn now. You can do a wisdom save. Hey. Yep. 20. Okay. So you break the fear. Go Plank. Break the Go Plank. motherfucker. <laughs> now Plank, he started to walk off past you, leaving you there, thinking that there was no way you were going to break this. So you've got your own body. You've got what? Four hit points or something? 11. 11. Mackenzie's down. G'day is a bow. Crikey Mothers says, Don't worry about me, mate. Do it. Attack him. Kill him. I'll be a thord. I don't mind. I misty step in front of him. Yeah. And then I pull Crikey Moses out. And I stab him in the gut. Roll on attack. Uh, it's a hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, what's Crikey Moses' damage? 1d6 piercing damage. Two. <laughs> Plus your strength plank. Uh, eight. Yeah, and that will actually do it. Yay! So Crikey Moses plunges into Frodo's stop. Take that, you rotter! <laughs> and Frodo's stop looks down at Crikey Moses' little face. He can't believe what he's seeing. <laughs> it's a look of ultimate betrayal of irony. And the wizard slumps and crumbles. And is destroyed. Yeah, fucker. Does that reverse his spells? And the spell doesn't change. Ah. Ah, you know what? It was worth it. Wasn't it, Cracky Moses? Yeah, I guess though. You said kill him. I know. Say a lot of things in the moment. (laughs) You didn't consult me. Myth my balls though. (laughs) We'll find a way to reverse it. (laughs) Mackenzie's almost dead. I'm trying to deflect. <laughs> I'm pretty banged up as well, guys. You guys are the only ones who got hurt. Um, I actually only lose a single hit point. I'm going to um <laughs> check this guy's dead body for anything. Like magic eyes or whatever. Like a, a spell. I'm going to cut his eyes out. There is, a, um, there is a piece of paper which looks like it was um, the freshly... Uh, done spell, which was put... Like, protection spell, which was put on the door. Sweet. What door? The door that turned me into a bow. Ah, right. To stop us from getting into his office. <clears throat> and it has a red dot on it. Can I peel the red dot off? It's not a sticker. <laughs> you try to peel the red dot off. <laughs> it's not a sticker. <laughs> and you end up tearing the scroll in half while you do this. And G'day is a bow and arrow forever. And G'day is a bow and arrow. No, she magically begins to turn back <laughs> into a person. Yay! Hey, G'day! Hey! We killed a T-Rex. I know, I... Like, and then I, Plank I, falls down. <laughs> <laughs> unconscious. And uh, there were a lot of medics. Um, they've got a good medical staff in a brothel near <clears throat> a mine. Okay. And, I can uh, cure wounds. Yeah, and they come out and help tend to you, Mackenzie, and there's plenty of beds for you to lie down and uh, get all right. Get covered in sticky stuff. Yeah. So what happened to all the people what that people? turned into things? That stayed the same. Yeah. Well, we could take the harp and put it on Hal's movie shithole. We can keep yeah. it together. And they can be together. In, and maybe they'll have a And more... we'll find a cure. Yeah. I'm Reed Richards to your Ben Grimm, Crikey Moses. I like that. I think this that. is now in Bramblewank's hands. I don't know who those people are, Just but I like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day, but until then, I'm happy being a little short-thawed. Yay! I'm happy being a little short halfling. Oh, then we're <laughs> all happy. God bless of everyone. And then McKen- I'm going to take that, that gold ornamental box with me. Okay. That was a person. It was. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm going to take a pillow. And Mackenzie, as you look across, like, you're the open door from the room you're in, you can see the, the room opposite. There is a duck having a fuck. And he looks at you and he goes, <laughs> I'm not with these people! <laughs> and the credits roll. <laughs> Fucking duck. There we go. There were some things. So, that's the closest I've come to dying in a Wow. It was pretty tense. There were some... You guys are getting some high challenge rating people now. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so you've got to think. Tactics. 
thanks everybody uh, for listening. Uh, that was an, another epic adventure. Um, and now we know a lot more about Crikey Moses and where he came from. Law, world building. Yes. Who's Dora Jar Martin now? Um, please go to fruitlesspursuits.com to find out everything else we're doing, including links to our other shows, like the movie review podcast I do with Jacinta called uh, FPCast. Uh, that's a lot of fun. And um, also, we're all over social media, aren't we? Yes, you can search um, Dungeons and Drongos on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you'll find our pages. And they also have the information to our PO box. Ooh. And rate and review us wherever you are, whether it's iTunes, Podbean, all that stuff. Um, great to see we're popping up all over the place. Even YouTube, a lot of the early episodes are on YouTube. Um, the early episodes are also on fruitlesspursuits.com, so plenty of uh, opportunities for you to spread the word to your friends. And where can we find you, fuckers? I'm on Twitter at Hog Sandwich. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at ZachWH. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm on Instagram at Paris Burns. And I'm on Instagram on fruit, as Fruitless Pursuits. So, uh, yeah, we, please spread the word. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, <coughs> new adventure coming around soon. Lack a day!